The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do, that's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. As we've been discussing, AMD reported profit that did top analyst projections in the prior quarter. Joining us now for a closer look at the results, we've got Ian King, Bloomberg News US Semiconductor Reporter. So, uh, Ian, uh, profits uh, better than expected. The outlook a little softer than expected, but shares rising after hours. What are the key takeaways here? Yeah, I mean, I think you mentioned the shares rising. You've got a a stock that's been heavily beaten up. Um, And what I think investors have realized today is, oh, actually, it's still growing. Um, And when you look at the alternatives, you know, direct peers such as NVIDIA or or Intel, that's absolutely not the case. You know, in Intel's case, it's no longer buying back stock. So there was kind of a reappraisal of, of AMD really today. And, you know, that was based upon the fact that people believe it's still going to continue to take market share. What's the nature of the long turnaround that the chief executive officer, Lisa Su, has talked about? Yeah, I mean, you, you dial it back to 2015 when she took over. You know, this is a company that was like, is it going to be able to continue to make payroll? Um, she came in and said, look, you know, we're going to double down on, on what we're good at, which is making very good microprocessors, or what we should be good at, um, and just committed all of the company's even limited resources to that. Um, and, you know, here we are several years later where they actually have better products in the market in many respects than Intel has. You know, Intel's had its own stumbles and they're, you know, really benefiting and reaping the rewards of, of those engineering efforts. We do have an environment, though, where semis are entering one of those famous cyclical downturns. And, uh, you know, to reverse the old metaphor, a receding tide is going to sink all boats. So what's the outlook here? Yeah, I mean, this is a, a key point. All along, Lisa Su, the CEO, has said, look, I don't need a, a buoyant PC market for me to be successful. We are so underrepresented. Our market share has slumped so badly that as long as we continue to execute and do what we should put this company in its rightful place, we're going to be fine. And, and the numbers would appear to indicate that. I mean, even in a kind of disastrous quarter for PC-related demand, companies doing okay. The company did pre-warn, right? And uh, yep. did the did the result turn out to be not quite so bad? 
That's that's exactly it. And, you know, the, the key figures to think about here, I mean, on the one hand, we've got this disastrous 40% drop in PC chip revenue at the company, which, you know, the, the executives explained as being actually worse because inventory is, is a factor there that, you know, end demand isn't quite that bad. But on the flip side of that, we've got, you know, data center unit that's up 45%. And those are very expensive, very profitable chips, and it's doing a lot better there. And that's a lot of uh, a lot of market share gains. And tell us about game consoles, because that's looking like a pretty good sector for AMD as well. Yeah, I mean, this is a bet that AMD made back a few years ago that they would basically make um, custom chips for both the Xbox and the PlayStation. Low margin business, people said at the time, but you know what? It's been a steady business, and I think you know, with those consoles being in you know in in demand for longer than people had expected, you know, shortages and everything like that. A time like now, when you know supply is beginning to free up, then guess what? It's actually quite a good market to be in, and that's helping. So we've seen a really big pullback uh, in these stocks uh, right across the board, but AMD is one of the worst. Um, and uh, but you also have you know companies like Nvidia that were just the darlings uh, a couple of years back, uh, trade down more than fifty percent. Even the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index, the SOX, down um, close to forty percent or so. When you talk to investors, is there a sense that you know most of the work to the downside has been done, or are they fearful of what the future holds? Um, with AMD, I think most of the um, most of the fluff has been taken out. That tends to be what investors concentrate on. I mean, you know, just to give you perspective, if you'd bought the stock when Lisa Sue took over, it was a two dollars and eighty seven cents. Okay, got up as high as $143 last year, and now we're at sort of roughly, well, we're at less than half that, $60. Yeah, about 60. Yeah, so uh, there is a sense that a lot of the fluff has been taken out and that we're beginning to reflect what a reasonable price-to-earnings ratio would be. Of course, all companies right now are dealing with inflation. How are uh, AMD's costs looking and more broadly consumer demand for PCs? Yeah, consumer demand for PCs is still a very ropey story. But again, I think something that's helping AMD here is that, you know, Lisa Sue said all along, look, we think the market is going to be probably worse than a lot of people do. And I think, you know, A, she's proven correct. But B, if you've been running your company on that basis, then you're not going to get caught out as much with inventory and, and building in, you know, inflated expectations in terms of costs. Everybody is a customer of TSMC. Everybody is having to pay TSMC to get as much as they can because of the shortages, because TSMC doesn't have enough capacity. But AMD has one of the advantages now of making these very high-value chips, which it makes sense for TSMC to make. Uh, and therefore, you know, it's ahead of the queue in many respects. All right. Thanks very much, Ian. Always a pleasure. Ian King, Bloomberg News, U.S. Semiconductor Reporter. To address our new climate reality, the world needs radical solutions. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment, hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.